In this week's episode of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris gets a fancy new tattoo, I go on a date in Spain, and we learn how to use the word ass to emphasize any adjective. We also learn a bunch of other random stuff. Hope you guys enjoy. Alright guys, welcome back to episode 33 of the Speak Like Me podcast. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance, teaching you cool words and phrases through our silly conversations. And at the end of each episode, teaching you a useful little thing that you can take and use every day in your normal conversation. So Chris, episode 33. Yep. Same age as you? Yes, 33. Um, it is uh, uh, the Jesus year. The Jesus year. Mm-hmm. So this is a... I don't know if Czechs talk well, about this as well. well or, yes. But or they, other people. You know? but they just refer to it as the Jesus year. But like in... Uh, uh, there is an expectation. Like in Australian culture, at least, and I'm assuming just Anglo cultures in general. Um it's like it, it is. It is the year of Jesus' death, uh-huh. uh, and for men, it is seen as like the year that you're supposed to have your shit together. You're supposed to have your life together. Yeah. So to have your shit together yeah, is to like nice, yeah. be organized, uh, to be um, capable and responsible. Yeah. Um, so you can say that somebody has their shit together. Yeah. Uh, and then you can tell somebody. Dude, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. So the imperative is is get. You need to get it together, man. Mm -hmm. And you can also just say the phrase, get it together. Like if someone's just freaking out before a presentation, you can, Mm. bro, get it together. You're going on in two minutes. Mm. Stop Mm -hmm. freaking out, man. Yep, exactly. So, Chris, we talked about this, but you have your shit together, more or less, don't you? Uh, Okay, so that's kind of what I was going to say. It's like, I mean, I. According to this social, historical, social expectations, not really. This is one thing that I have this uh, a feeling of anxiety about. Um, or I don't know if anxiety is the word, but just... Uh, uh, let's, let's leave it at anxiety. All right. That, yeah, you know, there are... But, there is this expectation that even even before being 33 you're supposed to have a uh, house and family and Ugh. kids and look i yeah. don't i don't want uh yeah and a wife and whatever uh and uh, yeah i don't i don't have <laughs> a don't wife have and whatever just a wife and whatever <laughs> well no, if you're a woman then you want to have a husband or if yeah. you're a guy and in a place where you can get married then to have to, to have a husband right uh, i mean if you're gay uh <laughs> not if you're not gay. Sure. <laughs> not if you're straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, because there are places where, thankfully, it's yeah. uh, advanced enough that men can have husbands if that's what they want, which is a good thing. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Like, I don't I don't have uh, a wife. I don't have a house. I don't have a child. I don't want the second two things. I don't want children and I... I don't. I'm not that interested in having a home, but still, there's this social pressure, this yeah. uh, uh, cultural pressure that, like, oh, what's this guy in his early 30s doing? He's still renting an apartment, and he doesn't have uh, a family yet. People are supposed to yeah. already have like teenaged children at this point, and I'm just like, that's what freaks me no. out when I think about. So, my dad was 21 when I was born. Wow, and my mum was 19. Oh, you know. So, like, now I'm, like, 29, and I'm, like, Jesus, I was already 10 years old uh-huh. when my mum was 29, 
you know, my, my dad, you know, I was nine or eight when my dad was this age. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having an eight-year-old child running around. I can't imagine having a child right now. Well, I mean, like, I yeah. can't literally, I, I do not ever want to have children, so I couldn't imagine right. ever having a child. But yeah, as, like, even, even right now, like, no shot. I, yeah, when I was 30, when I was 25, certainly when I was 20. Right. I don't know how that was the thing, man, to be having ch- I don't know kids either. at 18 or I'm like, what, 19 what, or 20. What, what were you doing? No offense to anyone, of course, who had children when you were young. But for me, I'm like, why? If you can do it when you're 30, at least have 10 years, you know, getting a, getting a bit of a career going. Just having some fun or, with your life. Or just, yeah, even just enjoying yourself. Yeah. This is something I, I talk about a lot, is I feel like there's a very... Uh, limited range of years that you can actually do what you want to do if you want to have that sort of let's say that you do want a traditional life getting married having family probably you want to do that by around 35 ish right Mm. and i would say um you don't really tend to have much money usually until you're around like 30 ish right because you like you start you start at the bottom in the job and you you work your way up you work a lot in your 20s and don't really get any money and then around 30 ish you start having a bit of money and you're like okay now good i can finally go and travel do the things i want to do but then it's like oh now i've got to have fucking babies you know there's like a like a few years where it's like okay now i can actually do the things do you know what i'm saying yeah sure. and i'm kind of in those years now because i i would like unlike you i would like to have a have a family at some point probably 35 sounds pretty reasonable and i'm like just starting to make some money now and i'm like well i want to make the most of it you know i want to travel i want to do stuff because once you have a baby that's it you're, you're not traveling around asia no you're not going to bali with that I mean, baby yeah not unless you have an extremely well-paying job but then having an extremely well-paying job is often very time intensive so then you yep. still don't have the uh, opportunity to yeah to make the most of that yeah, yeah. um i, I it depends about the money thing. Like, it depends. There are people in their That's true. early 20s that, you know, have pretty well-paying jobs. And uh, if they're single, if they're not married and so forth, don't have kids, then, yeah, they're, they're making enough money at that point. To but that tends to be more exceptional. There's not that many, like, 21-year-olds who are just, like, rolling around Oh, no, cash, I mean, like, you know? 24, 25, yeah. something like that. I was going to ask you about that. Mm. How do you feel? Because this happens to me sometimes that I meet younger people who are like 24 or 25 who have really got their shit together way more than i have mm. and it's like they have a house and a mortgage they're like they have like a like a good job somehow and yeah i, I met someone like this recently uh-huh. and it was a girl and she had become sales director of a company at 25 wow had her own house and mortgage fucking investment plans and i was like i felt so dumb like sure. next to her i'm like i don't have anything well, I have some things, but not like that stuff, you know? And I just felt so, not embarrassed, but like, damn, uh-huh. what am I doing? Right. You know, I, I don't have any savings. Mm. I don't have, do you have savings? Oh, not much to speak of, to be completely honest. I, yeah. I will be honest and tell the audience my amount of savings. Uh-huh. 15 crowns. Not 15,000, but 15. Because I have a savings account. Uh-huh. And... Um, I just suck at saving, but a few years ago I started putting in a couple thousand a month, you know. Okay. I, I saved up to only around thirty thousand, but then I looked at it and I was like, "That's a holiday." Uh-huh. And I went on some thirty thousand holiday to somewhere. A thirty? You went on thirty thousand holidays? I went on a thirty thousand crown holiday okay. to Missing the somewhere. Word crown there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had fifteen crowns left, and I just never put more money <laughs> in the account. Okay. See, like I just slowly 
pile up and pile up and pile up. Like I don't put money away into a separate account. I just like you let, let it pile, pile up. up on in, in in the main account, which is probably not a great idea. What? But that's just you mean because it's not like efficient. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, it's, it's not going into a separate like a high. Interest Your money's not making account. money for you and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, okay, the amount of money that would be making money, it wouldn't be making that much <laughs> money if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just let that and, build, and and that's a good word to pile up, just in case people don't know. It's when something just builds, mm-hmm. right? Um, We've had it before, but it's always yeah, good to have it again. Yeah, because a pile is like it's like a like a little hill, you know. It's like a pile of laundry. Mm. It's just like a little little pile. <laughs> <laughs> a pile is a pile, okay. <laughs> and to pile up is the verb to become mm. like that. So yeah, work can pile up, emails can pile up, and I guess money can kind of pile up over time. Yep. Yeah. So do you um, kind of act... I don't know why we're talking about this, but this is the Sweet Money podcast. This is how it happens. Do you actively think about money, like I should spend this much so that I have 5,000 left at the end of the month? Or is it just like whatever happens, happens? Like some months you go over, like what you should spend, some some months... Oh, is it like an intentional decision to let it pile up? Uh, it, yes. Like, so uh, perhaps this will be a seg... Uh, a segue into our next uh, topic, but like, okay, I uh, I just got a tattoo. A, a segue. We should mention that. I know we've mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. what so is a segue? A, a segue is like a bridge to connect one topic to another topic, and it's not spelt like a segue that you drive on, like those like things with wheels. Mm. This is S E G U. No, fuck. Yes. S E G U E. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So sorry, you were saying. So uh, yeah, uh, I I just got a tattoo and I spent a lot of money on that tattoo, uh, and now I still have money in my bank account, but it's at a it's at a level where I'm like, time to save. Ooh, I don't like that level. <laughs> Rice and beans for a month. I'll uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not not quite that extreme, especially okay. not with Christmas coming up. Right, but I do feel like okay, I need to like be more uh, reasonable and. Um, careful with where I spend my money. Okay. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's not like, oh my god, if I uh, lose my job tomorrow, I'm going to be destitute. You're not going to start sleeping in the office or something. I don't have to expect that. (laughs) No, (laughs) oh, Chris, you're still here. Uh Okay. Um, all right, that's cool. But you're basically not like. Do you have like? Do you budget? Um, do you have like something intentionally? Not intentionally. Like there are things that I, uh, that I spend money on, and it's like this is what I know I need to spend money on and uh, and, and that's about it. Like, right. okay, if I if I spend... These are my expenses and so that means that I'll have this much of discretionary spending. Okay. Okay, so discretionary spending is just like spending on whatever you kind of want to spend on, whether it's dinner out at restaurants and lunch or on... Uh, Video games or on going to the cinema—that's all discretionary spending that you can just yeah. you can spend as you like at your discretion. Yes. So if something is at your discretion, it means it's kind of up to you how something is done or what you do with something. It is your decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, if there's a student in the school and he's being naughty, and the teacher goes to the headmaster and says, well, "What should I do?" The headmaster can say, "Well, that's that's at your discretion." It's like you can choose basically sure yeah mm. should i tell the parents or should i like just talk to him privately that's i'll leave that to your discretion yep yeah all okay. right cool speaking of money so i'm just not i'm the opposite of a saver mm. uh, i'm i'm a very risk loving when it comes to money uh, cuz you know you have risk averse yes uh, which is 
when you don't like risk, which having a low savings account would you do be. everything that you can to yeah. avoid any p- possible risks. And the opposite is called risk loving. Um, at least that's what they told me in business school. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems sub- ve- like risk averse. It's like, ooh, fancy. Yeah. And, and risk loving. I know. That's what they told me. Like fucking meat lovers pizza or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't actively save at all. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I think I've mentioned this before. When I see money, I see, I see opportunity. Okay. I don't, I don't see a number. Mm-hmm. And there's zero part of me that even is thinking about, oh, I should be saving for my future when I'm old. Because mm-hmm. I have no pension. I just always kind of assumed I would just have money. I was mm-hmm. like, it'll be fine. You know, I've got this weird mentality of like, it'll be fine. I have no savings. Okay. It'll be fine. I'll uh-huh. just eat less this month. Okay. You know, or now I have lots of money. Okay. I'll go on holiday. There's not really any thought behind it. Okay. But this is one of the things as I approach 30, I start thinking, Jacob, I need to get my shit together mm-hmm. and start saving, start looking into things like pensions and I don't know, some kind of life insurance or just stuff, you know. Okay. Because I don't do anything. Uh-huh. I do... I, I pay absolutely no care. I, I do not pay any heed to... Ooh, fancy. Uh, fancy yeah, yeah. English. To pay heed to something is like <laughs> uh, to think about, to consider, um, and or to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. So, I pay no heed to pensions and pension funds because, quite frankly, by the time it gets to when I would use it... Uh, by the time I get to the age where I would, you know, actually uh, reap the benefits of it, um, I don't think they're going to be there. <laughs> That's what I think. Because you see all these, like, over the years, right? There's, you know, every 10, 20 years, whatever, there's some kind of financial crisis. And it's like, oh, this pension fund went bankrupt or uh, all the money's gone. Yeah. That happens so regularly yeah. that I'm like, who the fuck actually gets the pension? Right. 2008, like, Australia did the best out of any developed country and any developed economy. Um, and they the, are the only country, Australia was the only country in 2008 that didn't go through a recession. They officially, economically, did not go through a recession. Okay. Um, but I know so many people whose pensions were completely wiped out. So wi- wiped out means gone. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Uh, down to zero. Like people putting money away for their entire lives into a pension fund. Oh, you got to do that. You got you got to put it into yeah. a pension fund. And uh, all right, the country didn't go into a recession. That's great, but people's retirements just disappear. Yeah, like so that happened in two thousand eight. Um, but yeah, like at the moment, the retirement age in Australia is sixty seven point five. For me, I will be that age in twenty fifty seven. What a year! Oh my god, Th- there is no shot. Like, the, the trajectory of the world as it's happening right now, this is quite doom and gloom, so forgive me. Yeah. We're all going to be dead or on Mars. I think so. <laughs> like, it, it, I, don't, yeah. I don't think being on Mars is... is that's, uh, that's that was not a joke. Be, I, of be, course. Being dead was not so much. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, my God. Or, or, look, Starting off strong on today's podcast. <laughs> So basically, like I, I, I don't consider, I, I don't even think about putting money away for a pension because I think by the time that I get to yeah. get it, I would get to get get to use it. it I don't think it's going to be there. So yeah. what's the point? Same. Yeah. Same. I just don't. I don't really follow this. Like, do the things you're supposed to do because uh-huh. I feel like we're, you're told from a young age. And again, no offense to people who do this, but like you're supposed to 
get a house and get a mortgage and get your pension and do your 401k or whatever that shit is. In America. Oh, and speaking of America, look, people all over the world are told to go to university, but yep. in, in America as well, so. obviously. But they get told to go to university and then they're saddled with a hundred, hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars in debt. It's just such a weird like if it costs that much why are we sort of pushing everyone to do it, you know? Yeah, and they don't even get a job that will allow them to pay yeah. that off. It's crazy. It is crazy. And you just said saddled with? Yes, to be saddled with something is to, like, be given the responsibility of, and it's very much like of, a negative of thing. something bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not something you want to be saddled with something. Just a silly example, well, let's say I had a sister who, who died, you know, and I was left with her son. But I fucking hate this child. Right. I would say I can't believe I've, I can't believe I've been saddled with this little twerp. Sure. You know. Yeah. Oh, look. If that was me, that's exactly how I would feel. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. The responsibility of yeah. the child raising. Hell yeah. no. So a, a saddle is uh, the the seat that is on a horse. Yeah. You sit on a saddle in a horse. So uh, for the horse, that saddle, that's yeah. an extra weight that they don't necessarily want. Exactly. And it's like in this case, you are the horse. Yep. And this saddle is being put on you and something nasty is going on top that you have to carry around yep. like this debt. I like vocab with saddle. What about saddle up? Saddle up, boys. It's going to get it's gonna get rough. Saddle up means like prepare yourself, right? For sure. something, something rough that's going to happen. But how often do you reckon that's... Uh... Well, never. <laughs> but no, very rarely. Uh-huh. But I'm just doing worse with saddle. Okay. All right. You know? Fair enough. It's what people come for. <laughs> Useless English you're never going to use. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, anyway, if you're here for the first time, by the way, <laughs> I should just mention, speak like me, we're a language school in Czech Republic. Uh, so occasionally we mention the words, what they are in Czech. But this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn English. We don't need to be using Czech very much. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening for the first time, welcome. We usually have about about 45 minutes to an hour of conversation, kind of like this. Sometimes a lot longer. Sometimes a lot longer, but we're trying to keep it keep it a bit less. Um, and we just make notes of all the words and phrases that come up. And at the end of the episode, we put these words and phrases into the Speak Like Me app, or we will once I <laughs> finally get around to it. So you can go and find the words in there. Um, and Chris, before we continue, I wanted to uh, offer something for free okay. to our listeners. As I have just shown you, we have a brand new Speak Like Me leaflet called Essential English. It's a A4 leaflet, four pages, with all the essential rules of English. Well, not the essential ones, all the rules, the basic rules of how English works. Tenses, sentence structure, I don't know, comparisons, prepositions, whatever you can think of, what comes after what. It's all in there. And I've just shown it to you and the other teachers for the first time. What did you make of it? Uh, it's very nice. It's very concise. Uh, so very uh, short, but still, it makes it still makes sense. It's coherent. Uh, coherent means like understandable. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a very useful resource for yeah. a quick reference for people that are learning the language and yeah. maybe want to double check something. Yeah. It's useful just to have it in your hands when you're trying to talk. Mm -hmm. Or you're watching TV or whatever, and you can just quickly see how things work. There's little diagrams on there, example sentences, things not to say as well. And any of our listeners, because I love our podcast listeners, Chris, all of them. I do too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I freaking love I've not been so clear about it in the past, but I do love them. <laughs> uh, so we're giving this away for free. It's going to be on our website, speaknightme.cz forward slash leaflets. And uh, you'll get the PDF version. You can print it out. 
At this point, we're not selling the physical version because it would just be too crazy to be, you know, going down to the post office every day. Sure. But maybe in the future, we can find out a way to do it, yeah. which would be cool. So, yeah, go and get that if you want. Um, just getting back to the, just to finish off the finance thing. Um, have you, you, do you have any interest in like crypto? No, no, not, no, not at all. I mean, I, I wish I had invested in it 15 years ago, uh, but no, crypto is obviously uh, a, I don't know, it just, it, it seems to be a scam. It's it, everything that has come out over, over the past however many weeks and months and years. Mm-hmm. It's just like one scam thing after another, like the Sam Bankman Freed character yeah. Yeah. Uh, who rorted, I love the word rort. Uh, it's like a scam, basically. To be rorted is to be scammed out of something, um, or a rort is a is a scam. Um, yeah, this uh, uh, he he rorted like billions, tens of billions of dollars out but of people. This wasn't him doing it on purpose, from what I understand. This is the. This I think was, it was absolutely him doing it on purpose. I don't think so. I did listen to a whole podcast about it, if that gives me any credibility. I have also. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Okay, well, I do not claim... You're probably right, because I do not claim to understand this. But he was the the owner and CEO of FTX. Mm. This um, It was like a ex- Bitcoin exchange or a cryptocurrency exchange, right? And they were managing like $40 billion of assets. And um, do you understand what happened? Because from what I understand, the other company, Binance sort of fucked them up on purpose. Like they bought a bunch of shares and then sold them suddenly, which like made the the share price go down and made the thing go bankrupt. Was it something like that or? I, yeah, it's, it's the world of that is far too, it's too much complex. But, yeah. Too much for an English podcast. Maybe. <laughs> we'll come back. Or at least with my understanding business. of it. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to speak on this topic, not fully being aware, but like from what I have read is like, yeah, this dude is not a, uh, not a good character. Um, and he like he is responsible for the loss of billions of dollars in assets. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine this? One day you wake up and no more money. Yep. I have a friend who invests in crypto through okay. a different, I think through Coinbase or something. And she does it all on her phone, you know. Mm. And it looks interesting and she can put her money in, take it out. And until now it's, it works, you know, like she's made a little bit of money on it. Um, I think she invested like a few thousand dollars in it. And she's really into it, you know. But for me, it's just kind of like a fun kind of game, you know. It's like you, you, you just see the numbers go up and down because it's way more like volatile. Yes. Than normal markets. Volatile means unstable, basically, because normal markets it's like small shifts up and down. But crypto, you never know what's going to happen. Like one bitcoin can be worth ten thousand one day, fifty thousand in a couple of days after that. Mm-hmm. A couple of, you know. So it's like kind of exciting, I guess, what could happen, the potential. So I kind of get that, but. Using that as like your way to make money and using it as a currency, I think it's fucking mental. It's gambling. It's and I don't understand how companies like can use Bitcoin as like actual currency to buy things. Like when Tesla did it, you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin, Uh and they they did it for like a few months. But the price of the value of Bitcoin like changed so much. Mm -hmm. It was like one month you're paying ninety thousand for a Tesla, the next month forty thousand. It was like mental. Yeah. Currencies need to be stable. Uh, A wide receiver in the NFL, Odell Beckham Jr., he, for a recent contract of his, he wanted to be paid uh, in Bitcoin, or at least part of it in Bitcoin. And that was when Bitcoin, I think it was like 50 or 60,000 US dollars per Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, And that was the 
that was the value at the time of the signing. And then very soon after that, the price of Bitcoin crashed. Oh, and so, you know, he went from having, say, $10 million worth of Bitcoin to having six million or something like I that just like that he lost i have to point out your sentence structure there because that was a beautiful sentence chris mm-hmm. because we've had before it was intentional was it you weren't saying worth of no oh. the went from oh okay and then. then the worth of mixed together i was like that's beautiful like two topics in one because you said he went from having how six ten th- how much uh, let's say t- i said ten. Ten what million dollars worth of bitcoin okay so yeah because go from something to something is how something changed so he went from was the first state having ten thousand to having something else it's just i wanted to point it out because it's just beautiful and the worth of is the value of something so ten thousand worth of bitcoin yep that's a guy 10 10 million worth of bitcoin did did he kill himself no Dude, no, he didn't. I would be so depressed if my uh, salary went down. Actually, what he went on, he went on to win a Super Bowl. So, you know what? I think a lot of right. people would probably do that for free. Uh, Damn straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 won, he won a Super Bowl okay. that year. All right, Chris, mm-hmm. moving on from this finance topic. Sure. Because I don't really care. You know, do you? Okay. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, finance. I find it all. interesting. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to be talking about Bitcoin for two hours. No, definitely you know? not. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole different podcast. Um, so we need to get into the most important topic of the day, which is, of course, your new tattoo. Yeah. So yeah. you just went to Germany yesterday, right? Uh, well, I went there on Wednesday afternoon. Okay. And I uh, was there yesterday and then came back this morning. I got on a bus at nine o'clock this morning. Let's go through the whole story. So you got the bus there? Yep. Okay. How was the bus? Uh, it's fine. It was long. A lot of traffic on the way out of Prague because the weather on Wednesday afternoon was shit house. Uh, shit house? Yeah. So that's, uh, is that Australian? I, I guess so. If yeah. You're, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. So shit, it's just another way of saying shit. If, it, if, if something's shit house, it means it's bad. And can you use it like an adjective that was a shit house burger? Oh yeah. 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 Shit house. Uh-huh. And do you pronounce the huh or is like shit house? Shit house. Man, yeah, that also. was a shit house burger. Not bad. Not bad. That was, was that was not a shit house attempt. So not always saying uh, without the that was not a shit house attempt at yeah. an Australian accent. So. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trapping myself. <laughs> okay, and then you stayed the night there. Yep. Did you go out for dinner or something? Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a burger place around the corner, um, yeah. and it was really good. Uh, he uh, it was a recommendation from um, the receptionist at the hostel, and uh, the one that you worked for, or what? The, no, like, no, no, oh, no, no. you mean yeah, that? The, the, yeah, that I that I stayed at. Right. So, first of all, it was open. Uh, and secondly, they took card because in Germany, not what? everywhere takes card. It's What's this really fuck? weird thing. Like, Germany is very, like, it's a very cash heavy uh, country. Like, a lot of the shops and things, like, they oh want you to pay in cash. I have no idea. Which is fine. Uh, I, is I, 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 don't, I don't care that much. But the problem is that it means that you need to have cash on you that yeah, you need to get problem. you get you need to get cash out and in berlin like there's just euronet atms fucking everywhere they're a cancer um i hate so, those things yeah because they just rip you off and how much do they charge to take out money well, well, I didn't get any money out from not from a Euronet oh, ATM, right, yeah, okay. because, and it's like it's different. Um, we had a Euronet ADM, ATM at the hostel that I did work at, and it would rip people off in completely different ways. Just quickly explain rip off. I'm sure to we've rip had it. off is well, in other ways, saying to scam, like to uh, uh, to. So rip off basically mm-hmm. means to charge someone too much money. Like it's not worth that much money. Yep. And it's often like they do it on on purpose, like try to like make you think it's worth that much. Like they sell you a car for twenty thousand euros, but then you find out like it doesn't work. 
Yeah. So you fucking or, ripped me off, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's worth only 10000 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you got ripped off. And as a noun, you can say it was a ripoff. Yes. You can say that watch was a ripoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, the, yeah, Euronet ATMs, they're just a total scam. They're a complete ripoff. Um, and they're just everywhere. They're just everywhere. I hate it when it's the only option because I will do anything to not use them. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you can't find anything else. Uh-huh. I had to again ask the receptionist where's a reasonable place to yeah. get um to get cash out and not get scanned. So I went to I went to that uh to that burger place. It was just a little um well, call back to a previous podcast, like a hole in the wall kind of place. Oh, yeah. Um you know, salt of the earth, just fried food. And salt kind. of the earth? That's I mean, a- it's like honest working man's blue collar uh uh that kind of that that, that kind, kind of, of place. authentic yeah you know, you know yeah. honest middle class kind and of was it good? thing I liked it I like the the chips especially were oh, great yeah. they were very very good and uh, you the say guy, chips as well yep yep cool. chips we call everything chips oh so in, yeah there's a difference between <laughs> Australian British and uh, uh, North American so Americans will say fries for yeah. things that are fried. Like, uh, like potato chips. <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, like oh, bits of like bits of potato that are thinly that you cut have and with then burgers. fried. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. fries for Americans. Uh-huh. For us in England, those are called chips. Yep, and but then you will call like lays or whatever. We call them walkers, but yeah. Uh, okay, but like crisps. Yeah, but lays and walkers are the same brand. Okay, then. Yeah, okay, so they sure. call it walkers in England for some reason. Yeah, so like those ones that come in a bag. Yeah, they are called crisps for you <laughs> for me and yeah. for you it's everything chips everything's chips oh, it's man. chips all the way down chips all the way yeah so hot chips maybe if you want to say okay uh what? but yeah okay. um she has some good chips yeah they were really really good chips uh nicely salted that's um, a bit confusing especially. though because if someone says hey do you want some chips how do you clarify which type of chips i mean he's holding some fucking chips if you go to someone's house and he's like, hey, I've got some chips. You wouldn't know what to, he's going to bring out. Oh, he doesn't have the fucking deep fryer on this kitchen bench, does he? <laughs> he might. Probably people, not. People make chips at home. How many times have you gone to a person's place and they said, oh, yeah, well, it's just nice to have you around. You know, oh, do you want some chips? And they bring out some fucking pommes free. I don't know. Never happened to me, mate. Just saying. Okay. If you ask me some chips, I'm expecting like, oh, oh, I'd say, oh, well, what flavors do you have? And he'd probably say, oh, right. chicken or salt and vinegar original or, or right. whatever. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so you went to this. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is interesting because I actually went to a hostel last uh-huh. week as well, which was my first time back in a hostel. Uh, I swore in the past that I would never go to a hostel again because mm. I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. I just hate everything about them. I hate the lack of privacy. I just hate, like, you got to, like, share a bathroom, which is usually disgusting. People, like, talk all night and come back late, in the, like, drunk in the morning, uh, in, in the, you know, early morning. I just hate everything about it. And, uh, but I kind of had to stay in a hostel when I went to Spain last week. Because um, I went to Malaga first. I had to, like, stay there overnight and then go to, the, go to my place the next day. So I stayed in this hostel. And yeah, that's the last time. Okay. It was a nice hostel actually, uh-huh. but I realized it doesn't matter how nice the hostel is. It's about the people. Yep. And I just had these, it was like eight people in my room and it was just disgusting. You know, okay. like the shower was just water and hair, mm. you know, and people were talking really late. And then one girl was snoring all night. But it was kind of a, the most disgusting snore. It wasn't just like a normal snore. It's like you could hear all the gunk in her nose okay. as, as she snored. 
at one point someone told her to shut up <laughs> they literally was like shut up and i was like oh god it's going down uh-huh how was your experience it was fine you don't mind hostels no okay i mean like, it, like first of all you get what you pay for most of the time like i i've found a very good reliable respectable well highly rated hostel okay and uh yeah it, that proved to be the case i mean there was still some of the common pitfalls that you mentioned so pitfall no one's gonna, yeah, is a, good, yeah. A, yeah a pitfall of something is like a negative a yeah. drawback a bad thing about it um like walking into the room like every shared uh every dorm room in a hostel has a particular smell there's a particular smell that develops in a room when oh. it's shared when people are like sleeping all in it and you it mean, can like, be to varying each, each room has like a unique smell you mean no i mean like it's the same smell everywhere oh okay right yeah uh so i mean it's just the smell of like sleeping and still bodies in a place you know like socks and uh but yeah um Lovely. so walking in and like having that was like yep don't miss this uh but no it was fine um bed was comfy enough uh all my was roommates bunk, were was it bunk beds yep uh bunk it, beds is when you have two beds or three stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. um roommates were respectable uh, sorry respectful enough did you not chat? In, no uh uh yeah no not at all um that was fine uh and yeah it was okay I I didn't mind it. Like again, this is like I got what I paid for, um, and uh, I, I wasn't there to be like in the hostel. Like yeah, I just wanted to get a maximum yeah. amount of sleep, but that's fine. You okay, know? cool. I was, I was just there. I was literally just there to sleep, and that was it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So well, let's get into the tattoo then. Yeah. So actually, one, one more thing that I wanted to say about the burger place, what I really liked about <laughs> okay, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that um, the guy that was working had a real Nacho Vargas uh, vibe about him. So What's that? You, oh, you've seen Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, yeah. right? Not Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. All right. So Nacho Vargas, Ignacio Vargas is a character in Better Call Saul and he's a uh. much beloved character and he he very much had like the look and the vibe of, <laughs> okay. uh, of, 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 of Nacho. Okay. Um, and uh, for that reason, I actually went back the next day. <laughs> for that, that reason? Well. No, well, for that among... like so that was, <laughs> Okay. I should, I should say that that was the secondary yeah. reason. The okay. main one being that the food was like good, uh, very enjoyable. Okay, uh, for the price, cool. So yeah. then the next day you went to the tattoo parlor. Is that what they call them? Tattoo studio, studio. right? Yeah, okay. tattoo studio. So mm-hmm. tell us a bit of a background. The background of why you went to Germany for this tattoo. Okay, so uh, I one of the probably the best thing in my opinion about Instagram is seeing tattoos and seeing the various artists that exist all over the world and seeing their art it's just displayed right there it's so easy to to go through and to and to find artists of the style of tattoo that you are into and a couple of years ago i uh, uh, i came across mm. an artist named hen hen yeah h e n yep okay a hen tattooer on on instagram and she just has one of the most unique and interesting and beautiful uh, and cheerful and colorful styles. Um, she's just in- unbelievably talented. And uh, just going, scrolling her through her Instagram page is just like a, a serotonin fix. Oh, yeah. Because everything, just looking at all of her different pieces, they just make you happy. Maybe explain a fix? Yeah. Uh, okay. A fix is to, oh, geez, actually, how would you explain the word fix? I would say um, the best 
the best way would be with heroin um, because or with other drugs to get a fix it means that you have some kind of need in this case you need your heroin right you know after I don't know how long it takes but after 12 hours or whatever you need that heroin you need that fix it means the thing that makes you feel complete that like you have the thing that you need um, so a lot of drug people they're like I need to get a fix bro mm. and then it's like I need to get that thing Yep. That makes me feel complete and happy. Mm. And in this case, it's... What did you, what's the sentence you uh, said? A, a fix of serotonin. Yeah, because in this case, the serotonin, right? The it's drug, a happy chemical your, in your, your brain. Your happy, happy hormones. That's what you want. Yep. That's the fix. Mm-hmm. And that's and you get it from these tattoo Instagrams. Well, yeah, this, this person's a particular oh, this person. one. Yeah, okay. Yep. okay. Uh, and I just admired her art for such a long time. I'd been following her for a couple of years and just always thought... Oh, wouldn't wouldn't it be nice to have a, a piece by her? And she's Korean. You, yeah, you and so that's before, the thing yeah. is that like so her name is Han. Her nickname is Han, which is an, a, a common nickname from a, a Korean name, which is I think Hyun or something like that. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so point is is that she's Korean. She works out of Korea, uh, and so it was just like. Oh, God, love these tattoos. Wouldn't it be great to get one from her one day? As in the same way that you would think, wouldn't it be great to go to Mauritius? Or wouldn't it be great to uh, see the Northern Lights? Yeah. It's just this far off, distant Unlikely fantasy. Unlikely thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get, yeah, it's physically possible, I suppose, but yeah. it doesn't feel likely. What's the it- song? Wouldn't it be nice? Dun, 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 dun. But what's the words? I've got it. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Uh-huh. Uh, it's by the Beach Boys again because it's a thing which is not true. It's very unlikely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just it was just a, like a dream, you yeah. know. Uh, and then a couple of months ago, she posted on her Instagram saying, "I'm going to be touring." Uh, Europe. I'm going to do some guest spots. So a very common thing is for tattoo artists to do guest spots, to do residencies uh, in tattoo studios in different cities. And she uh, is in the middle of doing that, right, as as of the recording of this podcast. Um, she went to London and then Paris and Lyon and then the last place was Berlin. For how long did you- how long do they do they stay at each place? Uh, she was at uh, each. Let's say a week. Okay, it was something like a week. So they sort of chill out in some someone's tattoo studio. Yeah, yep. They do. They work out of a particular tattoo studio. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then thankfully, I mean, obviously, it would have been great if she had come to Prague. That would be very convenient. But the closest place was Berlin, which right. is pretty close in the grand scheme of things. It's four and a half hours on a bus. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, so I was immediately like. Yes, I mean, please. I I, I emailed her straight away. Uh, so I straight like, away is just yeah. a nice native way of saying immediately. Yeah, uh, and and asked to make an appointment. We went through the process of doing that. Um, Wait, so you emailed her, or you yep. you didn't DM her? Uh, no, she because I I would have, but she said uh, if you want to make an appointment, email me at this email address. So you did this like straight away. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. as soon as I saw it, I think I was out somewhere and I got home and I wrote yeah. her an email immediately uh, saying that I would definitely like this to happen. And she replied like, yeah, oh, sure. In a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it seems to me kind of amazing that you kind of, that she could fit you in. Mm. 
And maybe that's a nice word to fit someone in. If you have a very busy schedule, you can use the word fit in, like put them in the schedule. Like, mm-hmm. I think I can fit you in on Tuesday at two o'clock. Sure. Because I'm guessing, because your tattoo took like all day, right? Basically. I'm guessing most people's ones probably take similar time. Yeah. So if she's there for a week, she can do like six people. Mm. So it's amazing that you were one of the how like six to ten people that she did in a week. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. And that's why I needed to write her immediately. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't going to miss this opportunity. There's no like I needed I needed to have this. Not needed, obviously, but it was just like right. this is my chance. This is my shot to get something to tick something uh off of my bucket list yes my tattoo bucket list the thing that i want to do before i die yeah before i kick the bucket um did she um so you emailed back and forth good so back and forth is a nice word like you do it and then they do it back so you emailed back and forth i'm guessing a couple times about your idea yep so how does that work do you like send her some inspiration or do you sketch something like on a you piece of... You can do that. How did you do it then? Uh, I um, wanted her... Uh, okay. Yeah. My my idea for um, uh, for a tattoo was uh, that I wanted her to do uh, was a reference to a video game that I played as a child a lot and I consider it to be one of the best video games ever made, at least in at the very least in its genre. Um, and it's called Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. I've heard uh, of that. Yeah. It's very, okay. very well known. Uh, it's quite a well known game. The Its predecessor, uh-huh. right, Super Mario World 1, is the, the predecessor to 2, obviously, um, is much more popular, is much more well known. Uh, but honestly, I didn't get much into that one. But the second one, I, oh my God, I, that, that was my childhood. Like, it was a very, very important game to me in my childhood. I spent so much time playing it. On what console? It's on Super Nintendo. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I'm a Nintendo diehard. Nice. Yep. A true, uh, a true fan. Yeah. Uh, that's it. <laughs> and anybody right, yeah. can be a true fan. <laughs> uh, and yeah. uh, so, th- and the reason being is that her art style, I said her, she has a very specific art style. Um, I think that the art style of the game would translate very, very well to her art style as a tattoo artist. Um, I think that's a nice expression. Something can translate to something. Yes. So we all know translate with languages, but you can say... That a book might translate well to the screen. Okay. This is a common thing that's talked about uh, in in, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, With with translating. Yeah. Uh, And... Yeah, so I what I did is I um, got a bunch of screenshots of the game with all of the different elements uh, that I wanted to point out to her and say, well, in this game, there's, there's, this is his, his Yoshi with Baby Mario on his back and here's what the backgrounds look like, here's what the, uh, the enemies look like, uh, all of that sort of thing. And here are the, 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 the items that you can collect. There are like stars and flowers and coins that you can collect all these important parts of the game. And I was like, can you have that uh, included in the design? And then, yeah, she just, a couple of days before uh, the appointment, she sent me her design and then we discussed it further. And then I went there and I got it. So I have to ask, I have many questions because I don't have any tattoos and I'm interested in the process. Do you pay before you even see the idea? I needed to give a deposit, yes. Okay, so it's like deposit. And then, then when do you pay? Do you pay before or after? Um, I I also, I gave another, let's say I gave half of the amount, uh, like the day before. 
for convenience sake. And then I also took some cash out. She wanted some uh, through like PayPal and then, but also wanted some in cash. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So it's like three payments. So it's deposit and then payment before. But PayPal. it doesn't always need to be that. But okay. like that, like with other, like this tattoo, I just, just because I'm interested because I would be bummed if I paid, I don't know how much it was, but mm. like I pay a thousand euros and then I see the design. I'm like, mm. well, but then you have that conversation. Yeah. You say, yeah. oh, I don't know. I don't really like this. And it, then you go into detail. Well, what is it that you don't like? All right. You don't like the elements that are there. You don't like the the size of it. You don't like uh this part being where like what, what is so it that you what was like? your initial uh response to her idea my mouth fell open and <laughs> you were like dude this is awesome yeah yeah really? like i had to like literally oh. I, had to cu- I had to cover my mouth oh my god really like, oh my god this oh, that's is fantastic. fantastic yeah so uh, what, what she said like a sketch like from an ipad or something like yeah okay yeah 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 i did have one thing that i wanted her to change uh there was some there, there was one detail that needed to be added uh, and it was very simple. It wasn't big, um, and and that was that was about it, dude. That was about it. Okay. So then you get there, you get to the studio. Mm-hmm. What time did you get there? Pretty early. Twelve. Oh, okay. So, the, okay. That particular tattoo studio opened at twelve. What was she like? Uh, was she- absolutely adorable. She's yeah? so cute, and but totally badass as yeah? well. Yeah. Because first nice. of all, it was like quite tall. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, but like rail thin. Uh, and it was rail, rail thin. It means it's super thin. Yes. Yeah. So like a rail is like the bit of metal that a train yeah is drives on. Yeah. The railway. Yep. Uh, and uh, she was wearing like all black. It was like tight, skinny black jeans, and then these like big, thick, heavy combat boots that are very common at the moment, very popular at the moment. And so yeah, she looked super totally- dark eye makeup and all that. Uh, no. Would no? say that okay. no, um, but yeah, she looked totally badass. Uh, it was, um, but then yeah, also very cute and uh, humble and right. professional and and, and cool. all the rest of that too. Uh, yeah, and then they get you on the table. Well, whatever. I mean, it was a lot first. So then she showed me the sketches again. And it's like, okay, which size do you want? And then like putting the placement, you have to print out a stencil. Um, what is a stencil? So the stencil is the outline of the drawing that she's then going to put the black ink over. Um, you don't just do it freehand. Yeah. You need uh, you need a stencil. Um, yeah. Uh, so we we decided on the placement. Um, and which uh, is where? Uh, it's on my leg, on my calf. So mm-hmm. that's the part of your leg between your knee and your ankle, lower leg. Um, the and ba- the back part of the muscle. Uh, well, yeah, so the calf, the calf muscle specifically, yeah. yes. It's not, it's not your fucking shin. No. Because the shin is the front part. Yeah, it's where the, the, bone. the bone is, yeah. Yes. Um, so I decided on the placement, put the stencil there, and then, yeah, got on the table, and then tattooing for the next six hours. Oh, yeah? Yep. Dude. Very painful. <laughs> was it? Was it? Oh, yeah. It was, it was very, very painful. The first part, just doing the black, it was fine. But then once you start putting the color on, holy shit. Why? What is it about the color? I I think it's about like um, the size of the needles, um, and then I was discussing this with someone earlier, like the pigment size as well. Like maybe the size of the pigment as it's going into the skin, it could it would feel the different. The pigment is like the paint, yes. basically the coloured stuff, the coloured liquid. Liquid. Yeah. Mm. Do you know how any of this works? Like, cause when you think about, because your skin is always getting renewed and replaced, right? Your skin cells are falling off and being replaced once a month or whatever. Yeah. How does that pigment stay in so there for years? It's years? not. I'm probably going to get some details of this wrong, but it's not like in the skin. It is skin. It is subcutaneous. Uh, 
Oh. Uh, so that basically means under the skin. If something is subcutaneous, it is under the skin. Um, so how do we see it then? Because skin is like glass. So like it's literally like skin on top of this color? Yeah. Okay. It's like between the skin and the muscle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 subcutaneous and 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 yeah, skin really is like glass. So uh, this is not ink on my skin. This is it's underneath, and I'm you're looking through the skin to see it. You don't happen to know how many? Because I know there's like three layers of seven. skin. Seven. Yep. Do you know? So this is under all seven layers. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I believe there's seven layers. I, I, again, I could be wrong on that. Speak yeah. like speak like me, science. <laughs> <laughs> bit of uh, right. bit of high school biology here. <laughs> so was it uh, more painful than your other ones? Oh, definitely. Really? Yeah. What's yeah, that? Yeah. Is that you think it's about the the like the leg? That's part of it. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like different parts of the body hurt differently. The reason why arms are so commonly tattooed is because, well, I mean, a couple of different reasons because they're more seen, uh, and also they hurt much less. <laughs> right. Like getting to getting tattooed on the shoulder. I mean, at points, it's like a tickle. Not even. What do you have right now? By the way, you got your arms done, and that's it. This that's is it. the first. This you got is no, the first no tattoo. chest, no. no collarbone, no nothing. Uh, no, I was this far away i was this close so i'm holding my fingers very closely together together to say that i was very close uh to organizing a chest tattoo but then i saw this post from her saying that she was going to okay uh, be in uh be in berlin so i was like okay well i'm not getting a chest piece anymore i'm getting whatever she's willing to give me so on a like a one to ten uh pain scale where Uh would you put it uh the most painful parts like an eight you know, and I, I mean, I never needed to vocalize my pain. At no point was I ever like, ah, you know, <laughs> like I, yeah. it was just like having to, uh, you know, grit my teeth, uh, and take in some deep breaths, yeah, uh, and that's it. Take it like a man, yeah. It's like all oh, women. Right. Women are very, very good at getting. I said tattoos. that on purpose. I know. Yeah. yeah. Are we still going? I think so. Yeah, okay. Good. Yep. All right. So so if you're lying there for six hours. Basically. I mean breaks, but Okay. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you like talk? Uh with other tattoo artists, yes. But uh with her, no. It was uh okay. yeah, we didn't uh, which was fine. Which was totally fine. Like she's concentrating on that. I'm concentrating on the pain. Doesn't it get boring just lying there for hours in pain? Get tortured? Mm, tortured not really. For money? Okay. Not really. I, I I don't know. Like, and if you need to pee, you can like get up and pee. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we need to take a break. Sorry. Can we can can we take a break? Okay. Uh, for a little bit. And it's like, yep. No worries. And then and that's it. Cool. At one point, at the start, I needed when just the black was going on, I needed to take a bit of a break to change into a more comfortable position. Right. Uh, but yeah. yeah all right. It was okay. So then it's all over. It's mm-hmm. finished, and you get to see it for the first time. I mean, I was kind of see it oh, throughout, yeah. but yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. A little bit, but not okay. as much. I was imagining you like kind of on like a massage table with your head in a hole or something. Uh, you're not far off. Oh, okay. um, I was lying on my side because it's on the side of my... It's not on my like fully on my calf calf. It's on the side of my leg. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, on a massage table and like... But yeah, I'm I'm facing forward and then my leg is like bent a little bit behind and then she's working on it. So it's not really easy for me to... Does it uh, bleed? A lot, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's half of the cleanup is just all the, the blood Dude. that comes out, yeah. And afterwards, can you walk? Or yeah, it, yeah, it's fine. So it's like wrapped in bandages or something afterwards? Uh, yeah, uh, glad wrap, plastic wrap. Okay. Yep. Is it time? 
Yeah, I can show it to you Let's if you want. It. You might have to like unmount the the, the phone, All right. and I'm gonna have to take my. Uh, I'm gonna have to disrobe right. a little bit. If here. Uh, if you're listening and hopefully you're interested in seeing this tattoo, we're gonna um, there's gonna be a video for this on YouTube. So just go on to Speak Like Me YouTube. Oh. All right. We'll call it. Oh, sorry, listeners. Yeah, bear with us, oh. please. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, God. oh fuck no. Oh, what have you done? No! Did it stop recording? Yes! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no, is it just the screen's off and... No, it's gone! <laughs> oh, dude! Okay, so so uh, we're gonna have to piece this together. Fuck, it's gonna take my whole weekend. <laughs> okay, alright, so um, let's get this. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> such great audio content. Alright, alright, so this is gonna be a video on, on YouTube. Chris's uh, tattoo reveal. You got trousers on top of trousers? What the fuck? Uh, yeah. It's, How cold are you? Uh, look, there's explanations for this. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know right. what this is going to look like because um, yeah, it is in the I'm healing excited. process. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, Ooh, that lighting is terrible. Hold on. Let me. Uh, oh, yeah. Get the, get the thing this. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit better. Yeah. Let's move this. You don't need to talk for a second. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's it. It's really nice. Thank you. Wow, yeah. So that's Yoshi. There's a little baby Mario on his back. Right. Um, uh, this is a piranha plant up here. Uh, this guy is called a neppy nut. Usually it's blue. It's supposed to be blue, but she made it pink, which I was fantastic. Pink is one of my favorite colors. Right. Um, yeah, and then there's just some enemies down there, little hills in the background. Oh, lovely. Uh, his eggs, uh, following behind, and then like a little, uh, what's called a chain chomp orbiting in the background there. It's very nice and clean. And I, I like the style. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> there's so much going on. There is so much detail in this. It's, uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's a lot. So, all right, let's put this camera back. Fuck. Yep. I'll that's cover gonna, myself. That's going to really you. ruin my uh, editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the things that we go through for you, dear yeah. viewer and listener. The things we do for our 20 viewers on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, there we go. So, um, it's on your leg. You're a man. Um, you have hairy legs. Correct. Yes. Um, are you planning to shave your legs regularly to have the best effect or just fuck it? I I am considering that. I haven't made a decision yet, but yeah, right. I might. I might because it would be a shame for this to be oh hairy. Uh, yeah, yeah, to be covered up by a forest of of, of leg hair. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to, right. to have it nice and clear and easily visible right. would be uh, would be very good. So um, I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Like his. That's that, a nice expression. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that. So opposed to means against something. Yeah. Um, my boss is opposed to drinking in the office. My boss definitely is not opposed to drinking <laughs> in the office. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that. Um, yeah. Nice, Chris. I'm Thank happy you. for you. Thank um, you. Do you not want to say the price? I. Uh, yeah, no, All because right. as I've mentioned before in a previous episode of the podcast, like it doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't like it doesn't mean anything. Like I could say a price, and that's completely meaningless. I just mean just for my interest. Maybe you can tell me later. But, sure, but uh, but yeah, but it was worth it. You're happy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like this is yeah. I, I am uh, financially a little bit like less stable than I was before, but it is <laughs> one thousand percent worth it. Um, yeah, I, I I have absolutely zero regrets. I'm so happy with this. Um, do you mind my asking, 
how it is that you kind of really feel not like feel the value but like kind of enjoy it because is it about just knowing it's there is it the actually like looking at it and thinking oh damn that's awesome Mm -hmm. what is it about it that you're like oh that's so worth it because for me i wouldn't i'm not that kind of person you know i wouldn't be like staring at my leg thinking oh this is awesome Mm -hmm. what is it about it that like gives the value you know i this is it's just the way that i appreciate art like this is the kind of art that i appreciate i've talked about in previous episodes how there are certain kinds of art that i just don't care about i'm sorry like (laughs) you know classical classic art and uh, art history and things like that paintings and sculptures and the architecture and i just don't care about it that much but tattoos are really fucking cool Like, you can have a picture on your wall, and that's nice. And, yeah, you can look at that, and um, isn't that beautiful? But having it on you all the time for the rest of your life, that means something. Like, if if you decide you don't like a painting anymore, you can sell it. You can get rid of it. That's what's so scary about tattoos. You don't know what you're going to feel like in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. What's this fucking game? Well, I mean, this game is 30 years old. Yeah, and I've I've loved it for the past twenty five at least, uh, yeah, longer. So like, if I've loved it for twenty five, I don't think another twenty five is going to be like ah. Maybe was, maybe uh, a cool expression would be buyer's remorse. Mm. Buyer's remorse. So remorse is like that horrible feeling you get when you did something and you're like you regret it. Buyer's remorse. It means that you regret buying the thing. So sometimes you know you buy a computer. And it's like super expensive. And then afterwards, you're like, why the fuck did I buy that? Yep. You get buyer's remorse. You're never worried about getting buyer's remorse from a tattoo. It wouldn't be bu- because with buyer's remorse, it's about like the money that you quote unquote wasted on it. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't be about the money because if I if that ever happens, it's like it's long past right. the time that you're, you know, you're concerned about. Okay. Like the, the the money that was spent on it, it would be like, oh, yeah. Why do I have this on my on on my body? And right. now this is with me for the rest of my life. But no, I don't. I don't think I will. Last question on tattoos. Yeah. Have you ever had anyone judge you for having tattoos? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. I uh, I was discussing this with a friend that was visiting uh, last earlier this week. That something that's really great is that tattoos are very much more accepted yeah um you know every passing day they're more and more uh i don't want to say common but yeah just accepted uh culturally culturally accept accepted there's less of a stigma around them so a stigma is a negative attitude that society or a society has about something in particular yeah so a stigma gay in the past Mm -hmm. you know this is something I find interesting, how the world seems to very rapidly be, 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 like, becoming much more accepting of things. Like how 50 years ago, you know, tattoos were frowned upon. Yeah. This is a great, this is, everything's going to be frowned upon. Frowned upon means disapproved of by society, yes. but probably not illegal. Uh, being gay was super illegal and mm. frowned upon. Um, what else? Being black was super, like, you know, not great. <laughs> illegal in some cases yeah it was it was, it was not yeah you couldn't like you know marry a black woman you yep. know uh all these different things and over time all of these things become accepted not just accepted but seen as like obviously okay yes. you know tattoos obviously fine mm. being gay obviously fine being black obviously fine you know mm. um what i wonder is like have we reached like the peak like what what is still a stigma now what still this is a nice expression what still has a stigma attached to it now that in 50 years will not 
Yeah, sure. Can you think of anything? Because I feel like there's not that really much. I mean, like, yeah, being like, trans is still stigmatized yeah, to a, bestiality. a certain degree. <laughs> uh, that, uh, maybe. I but that's know. the kind of thing that like... That's a bit much. That's because, a bit much. Yeah, like there's like a lack of consent. Bestiality means having sex with animals. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's a lack of consent there. So yeah, uh, I, I don't think it would ever... Like, but I'm just interested. Like, I, don't, I can't really think of anything. Like, Yeah, trans is like the most... I would say like other styles of romantic relationships, like you know polyamory, as in like having multiple lovers at, or um, right. uh, partners at the same time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that kind of that okay. kind of thing. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I just find it interesting. I'm glad the direction that the world is going, though. Yes, I have to say. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great to be more like yeah, just accepted. Yeah, and not being judged. So. Can I briefly tell you about something that happened on my trip? Sure. Yeah, just briefly. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was, I went to Spain for 10 days. I was working on that leaflet, the blue one. Yeah. Um, it's my, my new brain baby. Brain child. I like to call it a brain baby. It's, but brain child is absolutely I'm the word. I'm putting my to own use. spin on it, Chris. Okay, but. I'm trying to create words here. Okay, <laughs> not, but the word. Not just follow the mainstream. But, but brain child is the word. If, like, yeah. if, if you came up with an idea and it's entirely yours, uh, this is your brain child. But because I'm me, I thought that Brain Baby was much more cute. So I'm, I'm going with that. Okay. I'm going to make it stick. Uh, to make something stick <laughs> means to make something like other people would use yep. as well. Um, so yeah, I was in Spain for a week. Um, and basically nothing happened. I was just having some drinks. There's the free tapas there. What was weird, I didn't even get drunk once. Okay. Which for me is unusual. Mm-hmm. I was just really enjoying just being chill. Sure. I'd have a couple of like, they, do you know, um, have you ever heard of or tried Tinto de Verano? It's no, this I kind of not. red wine drink there. It's like a mix of half red wine, half this very kind of dry lemonade stuff. Okay. It's very refreshing and nice. It's with ice. And it's just really nice. The weather was fantastic. It was 24 degrees every day. Yeah. Sun. Then I came back here. It's like minus one. Yes. What the fuck? Tomorrow is going to be like minus two, minus six. <gasps> Terrible. I got off the plane with my shorts uh-huh. and people were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Because I got back at JCP, you know, people are like, why are you wearing shorts? It's going to snow. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. But um, the only story I have is I had a very nice date. Okay, cool. In Spain, which uh, I've not had a nice date for quite a long time. Um, so I was sitting in a cafe overlooking the sea, really just picturesque, which is a good word, which means like it's good enough to make a picture, basically. Sure. Um, and I was just sitting there minding my own business. And behind me, I hear this girl speaking Spanish. Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. And suddenly she goes like, Tienes hot sauce? Which means like, do you have hot sauce? But obviously this girl did not know the word for hot sauce. Okay. And the American accent was like so clear. Okay. And it was like really cute because it was like cute. I'm speaking Spanish, but like, you know, habla uh-huh. espanol. Okay. And then she's like, Tienes hot sauce? And I was like, I find it so cute. And I happened to know the word for hot sauce in Spanish. Which is? Um... Come on, mate. You just said yeah, that yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give a fuck. Um, oh, okay, so it's sa- salsa picante. Okay. Salsa picante. And so I just turned around and I was like, oh, I heard you trying to order the hot sauce thing. Like, Did you get any or whatever? I started a conversation because she's by herself. And we just sort of got to talking. That's a nice expression. To get to talking means you to start having a conversation. We got to talking, and it turns out that she, it turned out that she was just in this town for a day. And I was like, "We're having a really nice chat, nice vibes, you know." And um, so I was like, "So you're here for like one day? Like, 
I know this place because I've been here before. Like, if you want, I can take you out to the the best, you know, tapas places and wine places, and we can do a bit of a tour. And she was like, "Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. I'm traveling alone. I'd love to meet people." I was like, "Sweet, let's go out." So we went out to like a few different wine places, tapas places, and the conversation was flowing. Great. It was awesome. You know when you meet someone and you just like kind of click, and there's no sort of worries about oh, what are we going to talk about. It's like. It's like, what do we have time to talk about? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And if you're listening, you know what I'm saying. It's a very common thing to say. It's like you're just double-checking the person understand. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah. But we say it so fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So uh, And actually, before you go on, I also want to point out that you said that you clicked. Yeah. So to click is, well, to fit together perfectly, to fit together very well, because that's the sound that things make when they fit together well. Like Lego blocks, they click. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So we clicked like Lego and um, it was so fun. And we talked about politics, which is a very risky conversation. I don't even like talking about politics, but I kind of do when... The other person has the same opinion as well. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, like, it's just kind of pleasing. You're like, okay, thank God someone else feels the same as I do. Because sometimes it feels like the world is crazy. And sometimes, like, where's the normal people? And I met one. And we had a great chat about many things. We agreed about everything. All the things that, like, I would consider important for a girlfriend. She was like, tick, 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 tick. Okay. And she was 24 and cute and single. She lived in Manhattan. Wow. And she, like, shares an apartment in like um near the upper east side okay which is fancy yeah and i was like damn this is i'll be okay with that <laughs> you know uh we're just having a great time and we went to like a music place there was like, some live music which happened to be awesome happened to means by coincidence it happened to be awesome we just had a great time we were vibing okay you know vibing means you're just getting each other understanding each other having a good time the next morning by the way, nothing happened. But the next morning, we also went out for breakfast. And uh, and I was trying to be kind of brave. Because I was like, I want to see this girl again. But I don't want to be like weird, you know. I was like, what do I say, you know. But I was like, come on, Jacob, don't say... I, what I didn't want to do was say nothing. Okay. I was like, okay, bye. Yep. So I walked her back to her hotel. And she was like, leaving, right? And I was like, be brave, Jacob. And I was just like... I was just like... Sure. How else would you say that, Chris? I just said. Would you actually say that? Maybe. Okay. Or I went. I went to her, yeah. And I just went. Hey, interesting, because I really don't think I would use I'll listen to myself and see if I say it, but this is something. Look, you probably don't, but we absolutely do use it a lot in Australia and in the US. We were talking about this earlier about how we use I was like or I went. We've talked about this before. But anyway, so I was like, you know what? I've had a really nice time hanging out with you. Um, if you want to hang out some other time whilst you're in Spain, cause you're here for a couple of weeks, I'll be more than happy just to, to meet up and go somewhere or do something. Cause I think you're really cool. And she gave this cute little smile, super adorable. And she's like, I think you're nice too. Okay. So I'll let you know. And then she fucking ghosted me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. brutal dude. I'm sorry. It was a bit like not even a reply. There was or a anything. reply, but okay. it was very like, we are not. Okay. Meet. Okay. Yeah. It was like, you know, because I text her like the next day. I was like, hey, hope you're having a nice time. Like, let me know if you want to go and do something. Something, something chill, you know. And she was like, actually, I'm going to be busy. So. Okay. I was like, okay. Maybe we were not vibing as much as I thought we were vibing. Uh huh. Maybe that was a me thing, you know. 
But hey, it was. A, I was just honestly happy just to have a nice date. Sure. Because after like, you know, having lots of, I'm sure lots of our listeners can identify with this, having lots of bad Tinder dates in a row with random dates, you're like, fuck, why am I doing this? But then you have a nice date and you're like, yeah, it's fun. It's good. It's okay. This is worth it. It's worth it. It was just, <laughs> what? Nothing. It was really nice. It was nice. Okay. Anyway, so... Chris, should we do a, like a super brief version of our words of the week? Let's do it. Yes. Maybe we'll leave the Chinglish for next week, just okay. so we can, because you want to sure. leave earlier. Sure. So we do our words of the week. So if you're listening for the first time, we finish off every episode with actually learning something. So we teach you our favorite words that we've taught, because we're both English teachers from the last week, which is basically a lie. We just come up with the stuff two minutes before the episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's very off the cuff. We're just pulling stuff out of our asses, basically. Very unplanned. And we usually teach like a, a useful little thing as well, but I think we're not going to do that this week. We'll do it next week. Spent too much time talking about tattoos. Yeah. And finance. All right, Chris, let's take a little break and we'll come back in a second for our words of the week. Okay. All right, and we're back for our words of the week. How's your break, Chris? It's fine. Pretty nice. Yeah. Me too. Should we start off with yours? Okay. Uh, my word of the week is I can't wait. So we use I can't wait as a very casual, like a, uh, a colloquial way of saying that we are very excited for something to happen. Uh, so a thing that I was saying a lot before I got my tattoo was I can't wait. I can't wait to get this tattoo. I was writing to the tattoo artist. I can't wait to see you. Really? I can't wait to... Yeah, I can't wait to get the tattoo from you. I can't wait to see the design. Right? Uh, A lot of kids at the moment will be saying, Oh, I can't wait for Christmas. You have to mention this. I'm sure you're going to anyway. But how that sentence was different from the previous. Okay. I can't wait to get my tattoo. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait for Christmas. Yep. So, for Christmas is a noun, so I can't wait for this thing. But, you know, to see you, to get the tattoo, that those are verbs. So, it's just, I can't wait, and then the verb in infinitive. I can't wait to I, see you. Something, I'm sure you're going to mention this anyway. What do you say if it's the word summer? I can't wait for summer. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever say, I can't wait till summer? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can't wait till. So this is all good stuff to mention then, because yeah. this is where it can get a bit weird for people who are learning English. It's like, can't wait to summer, till summer, for summer. Is it to summer? I would say no. No. I would say it's either till. Um, yeah. with till, T-I-L, is, right? Or is it two L's? No, uh, no, no. Till with two L's is a cash register. So, yeah, un- okay. so until because yeah. till is a contraction of until, and yeah. until only has one L. Yeah. So it's like I can't wait until summer, but we just say till, like T I L. I can't wait till summer, or I can't wait for summer. Would you say I can't wait till Christmas? I can't wait till Christmas. Eh, that's kind of weird to me. I think people would say it. Okay. Can't wait till Christmas. Yep. So, if it's a verb, it's to. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do this. But if it's a thing, it's like either till if it's a time, I would say. Maybe, yeah. Because I would say I can't wait for your um, new album. Sure. But you wouldn't say I can't wait until your next album. So till is like a time, like a summer. Like summer, Christmas, autumn. And for is like something. Yeah? Yeah. What's something that you can't wait for, Jacob? (sighs) I can't wait to hear what our audience think about your tattoo. Okay. Because I thought it was rad. 
Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Rad is pretty old school now, right? Uh, I think it's still used. Is it? Yeah. Not as much. Not as much. See, I don't know. I often ask my sister now, because my sister's 21. Okay. And I often ask her, like, do people say this? And she's like, um, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you asked. Sweet. So I can't wait. All right. And what about your word? I can't wait to hear your word, oh, Jacob. Jesus Christ, what was my word? Yeah. Um, oh, ass. Yes. Okay, yeah, good. So my word of the week is... is... Sorry, go on. What were you going to say? No, I, I was going to take over saying your word. So, so, <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, I half took over your one, so it's fine. So I can't, uh, I can't wait what we're talking about. Ass is my word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but using it as a suffix, which means you stick it on the end of a different word. Ass can be stuck on the end of an adjective to make it sound more interesting. For example... To emphasize. Yeah. If you say that was a boring movie, okay, but that's kind of a boring sentence. If you put ass on the end of boring, boring ass movie, suddenly you sound kind of native. If you go into like a pub and be like, bro, that was a boring ass speech. Everyone would be like, dude, you speak English, man. (laughs) That's English. Like, really, if you're learning English and you'd say that, Obviously, you have to be good at English anyway. Like, yeah. If you suck at English and then you're suddenly saying, oh, she's a sexy-ass girl, people are going to be like, what the fuck? How did you learn that, man? Yeah. Why did you learn that before you learned <laughs> Sentence the other things that you need to know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as you can put on the end of any adjective and it just emphasizes it, it makes it sound stronger. So it can be good or bad. Boring-ass movie, awesome-ass movie. It kind of sounds better with some things. Like, I would not really say awesome ass, but I would say boring ass. Sure. Sometimes it's like certain words it just sounds good with. Um, so let's just say some sentences, Chris, that we would use ass with. So I would say that was a good ass podcast. Sure. Uh, a That was a tasty ass burger. Tasty ass burger, yeah. That is a... Um, that's a fine ass tattoo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh that is uh oh it's it's a cold ass day. It's a cold ass day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I would definitely use it with uh sexy. She's oh, a, sure. she's a sexy ass motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> keep it in your pants, mate. I'm keeping it in there, Chris, for you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that sounded wrong, but um okay. Maybe we could say like that was a um sweary ass podcast uh maybe forcing it a bit but sure yeah, okay vulgar vulgar ass yeah but rude ass rude ass that's a, a rude ass, ass podcast, podcast. yeah mm-hmm. okay anything else um yeah long ass big yeah. ass big ass yeah yeah big time all right so a big, but not ass. A big ass but no saying a big ass a, something that's a that's a big ass building that's well that's a big, a big ass, ass car and just to confirm with the audience, this is things that we say, right? Mm. You use this, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I use this reasonably often. Yeah. That is a... It's often with these like like simple words like big, small, tiny. That's a tiny ass... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> tattoo you have. Uh-huh. Or whatever it may be. So ass. Yep. Good word. Yeah. So you, you could say that's a big ass ass. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Words of the week with Hope Jacob you enjoyed. and Chris. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was the Speak Like Me English podcast this week. Hope you enjoyed. So the words we had this week, we had... Uh, what did I write down here? Oh, click to click. 
Um, it's when you have a good connection with someone. Me and Chris, we, we just clicked. Uh, stigma. There's a pretty big stigma around um, marrying a goat, you know, as there should be. Yes. Um, I need my fix, my heroin fix for this week. You could even say, I need my Speak Like Me podcast fix. Uh-huh. It's that thing that gives you that happy feeling. You just need it. Dude, uh, a guy Instagram DM'd us the other day uh-huh. telling us how much he enjoys listening to the podcast at night. Okay. So thank you. If you, I'm sure you're listening at night. Yeah, thank you. That's great. The messages started after the uh, Jacob and Chris do ASMR. Uh, oh, okay. Well, so I hope you're enjoying. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we really appreciate it. It's funny. It. Since, you know this like this phenomena of after you hear about a thing, nice. you start noticing it more. Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that before. Yep. What's it called? Bader with two A's. Bader. Mm, Meinhof. Meinhof phenomenon. Okay. Um, well, I've been having that with this uh, ASMR. I started okay. hearing about it everywhere. It's like reading about it, but like it was just popping up in places. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, I told you. It's Chris, Chris told me about this. We also had um, Pitfall. A pitfall is like a negative or a drawback uh, to rip someone off and something is a rip-off. Um, to saddle, I'm saddled with something. It's like you're stuck with something that you don't want. I'm saddled with my ex-wife's uh, car or whatever. I don't know. Um, to saddle up, just because I wanted to do more <laughs> saddling. <laughs> saddle up is uh, get, get prepared. Saddle up, boys. <laughs> sure. I like that. Um, wiped out means completely gone or destroyed. Like some people were wiped out. I don't know. Um, to pay heed to something is to pay attention to it. Um, discretionary spending is spending that you have uh, your own discretion, which means that you can choose what to do with it. Um, segue. A segue is a, a bridge between two topics. In a conversation. In a conversation. To pile up is when like emails pile up. They become a pile. It's like lots of them. And to get your shit together and to have your shit together. Which means to just be organized, to be responsible, uh, to seem like you know what you're doing with your life. They were some good-ass words. Yeah. Good-ass words, man. <laughs> so, all those words you can find in the Speed Like Me app on uh, iOS or Android. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love your stars. Five of them on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us out. Helps us get more listeners. Get more people on the Speed Like Me train, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. If you really liked us to a disturbing level that you're listening at night, then you can also give us some money on buymeacoffee.com forward slash speak like me. You can give us a euro or five or whatever. And that uh, really helps us out. Um, it helps us buy the alcohol for these episodes. As you can see, Chris, the quality has gone down. We are back to Mark Spencer's blended Scotch whiskey. Okay. Yeah, until that, until that ledge hammer gives us another fifty euros. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No you pressure. don't need to. Rudo, we, we've we've used your money. We've appreciated it. Thank you so much. I'm quite happy with the MS blended Scotch for now. Okay. Um. So that's uh. That's if you've got any questions for us, we've not had any questions for ages, and we'd love them. You can go to podcast. Email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Any questions about grammar, vocab, personal questions, we would really love to answer them. That would be great. Um, and last thing is, if you want to learn English with us, you can do so on Speak Like Me Plus, which is our video membership service, which has all of our knowledge of English, basically, in one place uh, for 100 Czech crowns a month. And you get all of the videos 
literally hundreds of them about how to speak English from start to finish. Go and check it out. You can try it for a week for free and see if you like it. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Speak like me. Or speak like me Prague on YouTube, but yeah. Wait, on Instagram, right? Wait, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, on Instagram, on Instagram. On YouTube, we're just speak like me. And that's it, Chris. Anything you'd like to say to our listeners? Just as always, thank you very much for watching and or listening. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, then like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next time. I can't believe we're already up to episode 34 next time. Mm. It's getting old, this podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine? If we get to 100, I'll be really proud of us. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's going to be awesome. That's a, uh, that's a milestone. That's yeah. a big thing. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you later. See you next time.